This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Live Free Creative, an intentional podcast with practical tips for living your life on purpose. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I believe in creativity, adventure, curiosity, and the magic of small moments. I hope that every time you listen, you feel empowered and free to live the life that you want. Hey there, welcome back to Live Free Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson. Today you're listening to episode number 248, all about caring for your spiritual health. We are partway into a mini-series that I'm doing this July about taking care of ourselves. We're talking about taking care of our physical bodies, about our mental health, about our spiritual health, and jumping into some routines, rituals, and rhythms next week. This series originally aired four years ago as part of my Mothering the Mothers series that I did in May of 2019. So it's been a while since I've revisited these exact topics, and I went back and listened to them in preparation for taking a little bit of a summer vacation and finding some encore episodes that would be stimulating and interesting and still relevant and useful. And this series came to mind as one that we just can always use. These are very basic reminders that are so simple and so basic that often we're not doing them. We're not taking care of our spiritual health. We're not taking care of our mental and physical needs the way that we need to in order to do our best and feel our best and be our best. Why not? (laughs) This is what the the series is intending to explore and invite you to consider some of the obstacles, uh, what we're aiming for in our own lives. What does physical health look like? What does mental health look like? What does spiritual health look like? And how do we foster those things? This series is also about reclaiming some of that power for ourselves and not necessarily waiting for the exact right program or purpose or person or organization to manage these things for us, but giving you back permission to make decisions and changes in your life, even just small adjustments here and there to give you the lift that you need to not only survive, but to thrive, to feel like you're flourishing despite what will always be around the obstacles and difficulties and unexpected circumstances that sometimes we wish we could avoid in life those things are going to pop up no matter what that's just sort of the nature of of life when we have the capacity and the understanding of how to care for ourselves well mind body spirit then everything else feels a little bit better everything else feels a little bit easier and we have the resilience that we need to face some of the challenges of life head on So I hope you've enjoyed the last couple episodes. If you've missed those, go ahead and listen back. Today, we're going to talk about 
taking care of your spiritual health, what that entails. And I just want to mention that my own spirituality has been on quite a journey over the course of my lifetime and also really especially in these last five years. And this episode resonates with me now more than maybe it ever has. It's not specific to one denomination, to one organized religion. This episode talks about reclaiming spirituality as a practice in your own life and understanding that even if you participate in spiritual practices and and rhythms and ordinances that happen in different organizations, communities, uh, families, your spirituality is yours. And there's something really beautiful about picking it back up. If you if you notice as you're listening that you don't feel in that your spirituality is in hand for you. You feel like you've maybe given it over to someone or, or somewhere or some organization or something else. Being able to sort of gently pick it back up and say, you know, this is mine and it matters that I feel connected to things bigger than me in a way that aligns with my values and and really who I am at my core. And there's such life that comes from having a deep spiritual connection regardless of affiliation. Now, I'm going to do a little Life Lately segment as we get started on today's episode. However, I'm recording about a month in advance. So this Life Lately is going to be me projecting what I expect will be happening in my life around the time this episode airs. And I can tell you, it's going to be pretty exciting. The day that this episode airs, we will have been in Costa Rica for our month-long family adventure for one night. We're planning to arrive on the 19th in the evening and rent a car that we're going to have for the month, a 4x4, because driving in Costa Rica can be kind of wild, and we have some fun adventures planned through the mountains and out to the beaches, and so we wanted to make sure that we have wheels so we can get around. This first night, we will have been up in the mountains and a candlelit lodge with a hot spring river running nearby. Hopefully we'll arrive and have a delightful local meal and then fall asleep after a long day of travel. The day this episode airs, we're going to be wandering around. I'm hoping to get out my binoculars and spot some tropical birds on my first day in the country in a couple years. The next few days for us, this first week of our four-week adventure is an on-the-go week. We are going to be up in the mountains, in the tropical rainforest. We're going to be visiting a volcano, doing some hot springs and mud baths and hanging bridges and zip lines and water slides and all sorts of fun things. And then we're going to start heading out to the beach. On the way, we have planned to stop in a national park and do a river cruise along a river that we did about 10 years ago when Dave and I were there with the boys and with my my greater family, my parents and siblings and all of the cousins. This was one of our favorite pieces of that trip 10 years ago. There are so many animals along this river, animals, birds, crocodiles, which is kind of wild, and the guides are really conscious and interested and and know so much about the ecology and about what's happening uh, in the sort of micro ecosystems that happen along the river. So I'm excited for the kids at their ages where they are going to be fully aware and able to communicate well. The last time we were there with the kids, uh, the boys were toddlers. So this will be really fun for them to experience monkeys and sloths and tree frogs and crocodiles from a safe distance. 
at ages where we can have full conversations about it and learn more about it and dig in after. After this first week of hopping around and visiting a few different places, we are going to land at our home base, which is a small beach house, about five minute walk from the sand in Nosara. Dave and I spent our anniversary in Nosara a couple years ago and just fell in love with it. So we're excited to take the kids back and spend the final three weeks of our trip mostly just hanging, taking surf lessons, doing some Spanish and some yoga and swimming in the pool and reconnecting. We've told the kids that it's a screen-free month, so they're excited to play card games and to build sandcastles and to just get a chance to really be together in a way that we haven't because of this last year being so busy with my schooling and Dave's work and all of the things that go into raising a growing family. I may have gotten ahead of myself for this life lately, but I am so looking forward to landing in the country and preparing for a really wonderful, connective time together exploring Costa Rica this July and August. And that, my friends, is Life Lately. Today's episode is brought to you by Green Chef. You all know how much I rely on and love a simple meal solution. And we, especially over the last year where life has been so wild with me back in graduate school and Dave busy and the kids running to and fro, we've relied on having healthy, amazing meals delivered to our doorstep, packaged and ready to go for us to follow some simple directions and have dinner on the table within 20 to 35 minutes, depending on the meal. If you're a longtime listener of the show, you know that we are huge fans of HelloFresh and Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. So they have a wider variety of meal plans to choose from, and there's something exciting for everyone. One fun thing about Green Chef is that all of the produce is certified organic. I love the clean ingredients, and as I've finished up school, I'm ready to refocus, give a little bit more attention to my nutrition and eating a little bit more clean. So we chose the Paleo Keto option at Green Chef, and we've been super impressed with the meals. They're great, higher protein, lower carbohydrate, dense with nutritious, organic vegetables, and so simple. They're the types of meals that you can feel really good about feeding your family. In addition to the great nutrition value, Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. They offset 100% of their delivery emissions, as well as 100% of the plastic in every box, and almost all of the packaging materials are curbside recyclable in most U.S. cities. So you can feel really good about the sustainability and nutrition of your meals. If you are like me and a simple, sustainable, and nutritious dinnertime option sounds amazing, then take 50% off plus free shipping with my code LIVEFREE50. Go to greenchef.com slash livefree50 and use the code livefree50 to get 50% off plus free shipping on your order. That's greenchef.com slash livefree50 for 50% off plus free shipping. I hope you give it a try and let me know what you think. I'm now turning you over to Miranda of 2019 to talk about taking care of your spiritual health, acknowledging your spirituality as an important part of flourishing and your lifestyle. And I hope that you enjoy this conversation and invitation to rethink your own spirituality.
why, why spirit? Why this? Well, we already talked about our bodies and our minds. And this is the thing that resides beneath both of those. Our spirit is what lives at our core, beyond our body and beyond our mind. Our spirit is what connects us to everything around us, to every other living being, to the earth itself, to nature, to the universe. Our spirits are bigger than our understanding. And spirituality is likewise so much bigger than just ourselves. And spirituality has so many different facets and a lot of different practices and a lot of different dogmas. And there are many, many, many schools of thought surrounding our spirituality, surrounding our soul, if you want to use that word. What came before our body and our mind in this life and what lives on after and how it all connects and who is running the show? (laughs) All of those big questions are not things that I'm going to directly address here in this podcast today. (laughs) And I am not going to say that one theory surrounding spirituality is right for you. I think that that's the work that you need to do. And that's the work that I need to do for myself and for my spirit. And just as a first sort of introductory idea about this, mothering our own spirituality, I want to offer the observation that we often freely give away the responsibility for our own spiritual health to other entities. We give it away if we're members of a religion, an organized religion. We can easily give our responsibility for our spiritual health away to our leaders within our churches, to the pastors or the preachers or the bishops, to the congregations, to the services themselves. If we regularly attend church services, we expect to go and have our spiritual health addressed there. That within those walls, we will feel a connection to our spirit. Or maybe yoga is your thing. And that's one of your spiritual practices. It is really easy to give away the responsibility for our own spirituality to something else. And as a starting point for this episode, I need you to understand that you must own this. That just as no one else is responsible for caring for your body, and no one else is responsible for caring for your mind, no one else and no organization and no church and no leader and no spiritual practice or spiritual guide is responsible for your spiritual health. You must own that. You must reclaim all responsibility and Within that responsibility, all of the incredible opportunity and the joy and the fulfillment and the depth and the connection and the peace that comes from owning your own spirituality and beginning to better take care of your own spiritual health. 
Does that make sense? Can you look back on your own life or even think about where you are right now in your journey? Does it resonate with you, the idea that you might be giving away some of your spiritual responsibility to whatever you have signed up for or signed on for that you expect will be helping you with the journey? But in relying so heavily on that other organization or person or guide or set of principles or rules that you might not be as much in the driver's seat as you hope to be. Friends, this absolutely resonates for me because I have grown up in a spiritual culture and I, from the time I was young, learned about my own spirit and that I needed to care for my spirit as well as I did my body and my mind. And I can be so complacent. I can go through the motions of my daily life and never actually connect to my spirit and to my spiritual health and never actually step outside of my body and mind for long enough to pay attention to what's happening in my spirit. And so I want to share three tenets or three principles of owning and mothering our spiritual health that have been really helpful for me lately and that may ring true for you as well. I read a quote today um, by a spiritual leader named Arkan, who apparently has no online presence as one who's a true spiritual leader might not. Um, the uh, article was by Mind Body Green, which is a podcast and a blog that I enjoy. But the quote was, spirituality is about one's capacity to be guided. And I love that idea. The writer who quoted him is named Christina Hassler. And she also said this. She said, how much we get out of our own way and allow ourselves to be guided by a higher power or the God of our own understanding is directly related to our own depth of spirituality. That idea of getting out of our own way really resonated with me. Then allowing ourselves to be guided or to feel connected to something bigger than ourselves. You don't have to be deeply religious or religious at all to be spiritual. And the three ideas that I'm going to share with you today are ones that I hope will resonate with you regardless of your personal, religious, or not affiliations. I'm going to talk about three things today. They all start with S to make it easy for you to remember and easy for me to remember. Number one is source. Number two is seeking. And number three is stillness. So my three S's for your spirituality are source, seeking, and stillness. So let's start with the first one. Let's start with source. Source is the word that I want to use to represent the fountain of divinity. What that looks like for you. This is where we begin to build our relationship with the divine. In that quote I shared in the beginning, spirituality is about one's capacity to be guided. Our source is where we look for that guidance. 
For many, that source is named God. For some, that source is nature. For some, that source is light. That source can be intelligence. It can be energy. Recognizing that there is a source of goodness and of peace and of power beyond ourselves and beyond our own experience enables us to then get out of our own way and allow ourselves to be guided or connected to a higher power. Recognizing that there is a source beyond ourselves for power and love and peace and happiness and fulfillment and joy allows us to then know in what direction to begin our seeking. And that's our number two. We recognize our source and begin to desire to build a relationship with the divine, to recognize the spirituality within ourselves, beyond our body and our mind. There exists within us this dimension of spirit that's so important. And so number two is seeking. And I included this one because I think that the desire piece is really crucial to mothering our own spirituality, to taking care of our spirituality. If there is no desire there, then of course we're not going to do it, right? It's the same with taking care of our minds and our bodies as well. If we don't have the desire, if we don't recognize for ourselves the importance of this act, of this process, then we won't do it. And so I use the word seeking first because it implies desire. Seeking means that we are looking for something, that we're working toward something, that we're actively involved in the process of development. Seeking for me in the context of spirituality includes reading meaningful text to learn more about spirituality, about myself, about my source, about how to build these spiritual connections. Those texts or articles or, or different uh, opportunities to research and to learn can be overtly religious. If you're a Christian, you probably read the Bible as a meaningful text, but they don't have to be overtly religious. You can find and seek spirituality in places that simply uplift and inspire and enlighten you. I'm currently reading The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle for the second or third time, and it's a deeply spiritual book that isn't overtly religious. I also have frequently referred to the book Essentialism by, by Greg McCown as a Bible. <laughs> I call it my Bible and I keep it on my nightstand along with my Bible and I read it from time to time to just remind myself of these core inner values that are so meaningful to me. Another one that's on my list that my friend Kim from Talk Wordy to Me just sent over to me last week is the book You Are Here, Discovering the Magic of the Present Moment by Thich Nhat Hanh. And I'll link all of these in the show notes if you're interested in diving into some of these um, meditative texts in your seeking. Uh, I'll link them all at livefreecreative.co slash podcast for you to check out. 
But seeking is, is that, is looking for, reading, researching, and discovering. I also love to seek spirituality and seek source through music and listening to the music of nature. Sometimes just being out in nature is seeking for me. It's taking myself apart, finding some solitude, and finding a place where I can be actively engaged in creating connection to my spirit, beyond my mind, beyond my body, getting down to the real core of it all where I feel that connection. And for me, having grown up in nature, in the outdoors, it is a natural place for me to resort to when I am seeking spirituality. I feel connected to creation and to my part in this big, expansive, you know, never-ending universe. And like I experienced on that mountain at Machu Picchu, I can feel all at once incredibly connected and individually understood. Seeking spirituality in nature for me gives me that experience in a way that I can't find it in a lot of other places. And this, like so many other things, is so unique and individual. So it takes some time. It takes some action and some experimenting to discover what it is for you in your seeking that helps you to feel that way, to helps, that helps you feel connected to more than just your own mind and body, but that helps you feel connected to your spirit in a way that you're connected to the world and to the universe and to your own source. I want you to think just in the last week or two, how often you were actively engaged in developing your spirit. Do you have regular daily practices that develop and enhance your spirituality? or not. And if you don't, is that something that you would like to include in your life? I believe that it's vital and I think that spiritual practices can take on so many different forms and they have more potency and make a bigger difference when we do them with intention. When we aren't simply you know, taking a walk down the street because we have to walk the dog, but that we add the level of intention and awareness to it that we want it to become part of a spiritual practice. I love um, Sean Aker, who's a researcher on happiness. One of the quotes that I love of his is, optimism is a daily spiritual practice. I love that so much because we could easily be positive and optimistic and not recognize it as a spiritual practice. But the moment that you do, the moment that you call that your spiritual practice, that you bring a level of intention to it, then all of a sudden you create a spiritual practice out of it. You allow it to connect to beyond your body and your mind, but allow it to connect to that spirit within you and your intention behind it makes all the difference. Bringing that presence And bringing that mindfulness into those actions is where that seeking really becomes powerful. 
So now I want to move on to number three, which is stillness. Stillness is where we quiet both the body and the mind in order to access the spirit. This can look a lot of different ways. It can look like meditation. And meditation is probably the most widely recognized form of this deeper connection and the stillness. You all probably recognize that this stillness does not happen by accident in in our lives. Life is just not set up in a way that gives us a quiet, peaceful moment to just meditate and to feel that connection to a higher power. We have to create that. We have to decide that we are not going to do the next thing on our list until after we make place for this stillness. We make place for a moment of pondering. We make place for a moment of prayer an actual connection to that source, seeking out that source. This is part of where that mothering comes in because without adding intention and giving ourselves permission to take the time necessary to have this stillness in our lives, it simply will not happen. We wake up and we begin our day and we go throughout the day and we do all of the things and never quite as much as we think we want to do. And then we go to bed and then we wake up and start all over. And I think one of the most interesting, I don't know, bits of wisdom that I have learned in the last few years, especially, is that this cycle, the rhythm of our lives, doesn't ever slow down unless we choose to slow it down by acknowledging that it is that it is a rhythm that it is a cycle that the things that we want to do will never be completed and so it's okay to not do it all right now it's okay to take one step at a time it's okay to take time out for this stillness for this meditation for this prayer. I want to mention here too that this can take a lot of forms. So of course it would be incredible if we could just sit and quiet our minds and slow our breathing and feel our heartbeat and take this quiet moment to just breathe and be present and access our spirit beyond our body and our mind. But it doesn't necessarily always look that way. I already mentioned that one of my very favorite ways to connect to my spirit is in nature. And not always sitting on top of a mountain. (laughs) Sometimes simply taking the dog for a walk. Or I've mentioned in other episodes how I walk my kids to school and then when I walk home... I keep my phone in my pocket and I take that time, that 10 minute walk to bring awareness to my connection. I recognize the David Austin roses that are just so beautiful growing on the fence a couple houses down from the preschool. 
or the beautiful, delicate woodwork on one of the houses that I walk by that must have just been hand-carved by someone a hundred years ago and how incredible that craftsmanship is. I feel the breeze or the rain or the sun as the case may be. (laughs) I listen to my footsteps on the sidewalk and at the same time that I feel so in my body and so present on this earth as a human, I can recognize that this isn't all there is. And I can feel my spirit, how it extends beyond my body and my mind through into the eternities and how it connects me to everything around myself as well as to my source. And in that moment of stillness, even though I'm walking, (laughs) that quiet that I've put away what I need to do for the day and I'm just in the moment with that mindfulness, I can feel all filled up. I can feel like in that moment, I am where I need to be doing all I need to do. That's such a powerful feeling to recognize in this moment, right now, I'm doing everything that I need to do. I am more than enough. The huge benefits of developing our spiritual life are that the feelings that come along with that spirituality are love and peace and joy and fulfillment like deep, lasting, real fulfillment. And those things live in a place, if they live in our spirit, they live in a place that is underneath or beyond what happens with our bodies or our minds. It becomes sort of untouchable. If we develop our spirituality, then what happens in the here and now of our lives is important, yes, but it doesn't rock our core. It doesn't take away our joy or that love or that feeling of fulfillment that we can find deep within ourselves as we exercise and practice and develop our spirituality. That is why this matters. Because when you approach the challenges and trials and unexpected experiences in your everyday life from a place of deep peace and deep joy and deep fulfillment, you're going to always be okay. You know that it's all going to work out. And you can approach things that are hard or scary, terrifying even sometimes, with this faith that comes when you understand that you are connected to this source and to, and to the universe and to the earth and to this power that's beyond what you can do on your own. And you know that it's going to be okay. That's a pretty inviting reason to exercise our spirituality and to develop our spiritual selves, isn't it? Ever-present peace and joy, I think. I think that we could all use a little bit more of that, friends. So here are my three S's again for mothering your own spiritual health. Number one is source. Find that source. Recognize what it is for you 
or who he or she is and start to build a relationship with that divine. Number two is seeking. Read meaningful texts. Find those words and those people and those guides, those spiritual leaders who resonate with your soul and, and seek them out and listen to them and actively engage in developing your spirituality. Spend actual time on this. Try. Try some things. Experiment with it. Seek for added inspiration. Seek for added knowledge. Seek for added understanding. And then find moments of stillness to quiet your body and mind where you can access that spirit and start to absorb that, those truths that you are seeking. You can do this through meditation. You can do it through mindfulness practices. You can do it through prayer. You can do it through gratitude. You can do it through service. But you need to do it with intention to bring stillness to the moment. You have to let yourself put down your phone, put down your to-do list, put down the dishes, put down that email, put down that next responsibility, put that child to bed, and give yourself this moment of stillness to just feel present and to feel connected. I hope that this message of taking care of your spirit has resonated with you. And I would love to hear your very favorite spiritual practices or things that you're working on or what you're trying, what's working or what you could use help with. You can head to the show notes at livefreecreative.co slash podcast and leave some responses in the comments. I would love to have a discussion about how we can more actively be engaged in fostering our spiritual well-being. I know that this episode is timely and necessary for me because life is busy and it's so wonderful and I can easily be caught up in taking care of all of the things that are right in front of my face so much that I forget to take care of what is beyond and underneath that when I quiet all of that for a minute that I can start to access my eternal self that I can get out of my own way and allow myself to be guided by a higher power. That I recognize that my life is bigger and more important than just me. That I am a piece of this tapestry, that I'm a thread interwoven and that we're all connected. I wanna thank you so much for being here and for listening. As I wrap up this mini series, Mothering the Mothers, I sincerely hope that something in these episodes has touched you and awakened you to how important you are, that we need you to be healthy, and that we need you to think clearly and make good decisions, and that we need you to give yourself time and peace to seek and to develop your spirit as much as your body and your mind that you matter beyond what you accomplish, what ideas you have, 
what your family looks like, what your job looks like, how many critically acclaimed anything ever happens to you. (laughs) You are important simply because you are a thread in this tapestry and we need you. That's it for this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed listening to this encore show about mothering your spirituality, taking care of and reclaiming spiritual practices in your own life that bring you closer to yourself, that help you align more fully with your values and help you feel connected to something greater. I appreciate you giving me your attention every week. I hope that you're enjoying this series. I hope that you'll tune in again next week for another encore episode and that you're having a fantastic summer. I'll be here again next week, same time, same place. I hope you have a great one. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.